0: Hello, lovelies. Welcome to Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. In this podcast, you will find that there is no topic off limits and that we talk about just about everything that might be on your mind when it comes to knowing yourself, growing yourself, and the entire process of spiritual awakening. You will hear lots of laughter and hopefully join in, and you will hear the occasional four letter word. You will definitely hear some inspiration, and occasionally you might even get your ass kicked. Come hang out and see what it's all about. Let's do this. Hello, lovelies. So, I've been thinking a lot about victims, specifically victim mentality. And to be clear, I don't mean people who are victims of something terrible. Okay. I don't mean if you were beaten or abused or, you know, anything like that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about those people who it's hard to not say they've made themselves a victim. I'm talking about each and every one of us when we make ourselves a victim by giving away self, by giving away our power, by giving in distress, by letting ourselves be a victim to or of stressors that have no right to rob us of our peace. I was thinking about this and I was thinking about the attachment to victim mentality, the attachment to stress, the attachment to lack. And I did what I often do. I started to look up the meaning of the word victim. I was very interested to see that the 1650, so way a long time ago, uh, definition of victim was something that actually goes with what I was thinking. Okay. I'll share it with you. Um, victim, a person oppressed by some power or situation, a power or situation, a person ruined or injured or made to suffer in the pursuit of an object or in the gratification of an infatuation. What's an infatuation? An infatuation is a foolish passion. It comes from a Latin root word, which means to make a fool of. So who is a victim? Is a person who is overly attached to something, maybe overly attached to not being wrong, maybe overly attached to, Someone else taking responsibility or apologizing, maybe overly attached to what the outcome should be or to what their expectations are. I was looking at the modern definitions of victim and it had the things that that we would expect to see, someone who is harmed or killed, but it also included a person who is tricked or duped. We trick ourselves sometimes, beloved. We trick ourselves into thinking that someone outside of us has the power to control us, to make us better, to validate us, or to rob us of our power. This is not true unless you are a child. We may feel like it's true, like you're trapped in a crappy job or a loveless marriage or something else, but the truth is we do have power to create change. And even if we are quote unquote stuck while we are creating this change, the act of creating it, of planning for it, of starting the process sets us free. It certainly removes the energy that we are a victim because what we are is someone taking action in our own lives. Now there's attachment. That's a thing right? I talked to two different people about specific types of attachment today. One was attachment to a person, right? She just could not let him go. There was this feeling of having to be responsible for him, for him being okay. The other person was attached to a way of life, a way of life that's actually really toxic. I mean, she's wasting away. She is sitting around waiting to be needed or necessary in a place where no one is showing her that she's needed or necessary. And she certainly isn't showing the world, showing her loved one, showing herself that she's needed or necessary in the way that she is caring for, or in better words, not caring for herself. I looked up the word attachment, as you may have expected, and I saw something interesting. I saw that back in 1400, they used the word attachment to actually mean arrest. So if you are attached, you are imprisoned. Holy crap, do you wanna be imprisoned? Imprisoned by a person or a job or a home or a way of living or a mental attitude? No, especially when we're the ones with the key, we either lock ourselves in or let ourselves out. One of the modern definitions of attachment I thought was really interesting. It was a supplement or an accessory. Of course, I started thinking about accessory and I started thinking about being jewelry. I have been in relationships, romantic relationships, friend relationships, familial relationships that I have described, maybe you've heard me do it before, where it was I felt as if I was jewelry. We don't need to be the necklace clasped around someone's neck, or even worse, their freaking gummy bracelet or something. An accessory. We are not to be flaunted around. And yet, if we are be, if we are be, (laughs) if we are, if we're letting ourselves be, this is a choice. This is us creating our own victim status. We don't have to let it be. We don't have to stay Imprisoned, attached because we love them so much. We don't have to stay imprisoned or attached because we're afraid of change or we don't know how to get to change. We can figure it out. We can ask for help. There is always away. And if we choose to not find the way, take the way, be the way, that is a choice and then creates a whole nother list of choices by which we can choose to no longer be the victim. If you stay in a relationship for reasons that feel valid and justified, be it your children uh, or anything else that you deem valid, You cannot do so or should not do so. You are failing yourself and your spiritual path if you choose to be the victim in that situation because you chose to stay and therefore you are now responsible for your thinking. We have to go back to that cosmic law of correspondence. The first rule of all correspondence, of all relationship is choice. I choose to stay. Even if you are choosing to stay out of fear, It is choosing to stay. It is deciding that the fear of that human is better for you than the fear of change, the fear of escape, the fear of asking for help. It is not unlike, though I hate to bring this up, but I just can't not, it's not unlike the whole vaccination argument which I'm not gonna get into politically or anything else, but the bottom line is it's a choice. What are you less afraid of? Are you less afraid of the vaccine than the disease or vice versa? It's choice. You are not trapped. Choose one, right? If you choose to stay in a relationship, if you choose to stay with someone, you are not their victim. There are situations where people are victims. I made that clear at the beginning. I want to make sure that y'all hear me say that. I acknowledge that there are situations where a victim is a real thing. There is no question. There are also situations where you start out as that type of victim, but then progress into the one that is the victim of choice. There have been plenty of situations in my life where I, no question, was the victim if I still was living in that situation, if I still was letting myself continue to be harmed, manipulated, endangered, whatever it may be, then I would be a victim of my own making. The worst victim is the one who's a victim of themselves. And I don't even mean by self-harm or alcohol or anything else or drugs or whatever it is right? I mean, in the mind, beloved, how much time do you waste of your life? Maybe not you, maybe someone you love, maybe someone at you. How much time is wasted thinking if only they would apologize, if only they would realize they were wrong, if only this, if only that. We're giving away our power. We're continuing to be the victim. One person I spoke to earlier this week, a young man in her family, um, I say young, he's in his thirties. Okay. Full grown. He is living his life as the victim to his perceived childhood experiences. Now by all external accounts, other than his own, it was normal stuff, normal dad pushing you to get your shit together, normal, whatever. But let's even say that it wasn't, let's say it was awful. He is living in this place of anger and hatred and fear and avoidance of these people, which are his right, though it'd be nice if he would heal the wounds. He's living as a victim by choice. The difference here is this young man is using that victim status as motivation. Right now, it is the fire under his ass. Right now, it is while he why he is fighting to create a career for himself where he can pay for his own life and take care of his own stuff. And his continuing to blame his father and everyone else for the situation is the fuel for his fire. In that case, as bizarre as it may seem, I'm okay with it for now. Because letting that go, he would fall down. He would quit fighting for himself. If he was hiding under the covers, I can't live life, I can't go forward until my, what's the opposite of victim? (laughs) Until the bad guy told me they were wrong, took responsibility. Then I would totally struggle with this idea because he would be drowning beneath it. Once he is strong enough, once he has utilized the energy created by the fire of his victim mentality, once he has become the man he desires to be, there will be a space where if he does not heal, he will fail. Because that kind of fire only works for so long. So understand, if you feel resistant to what I'm saying to you, Use that fire, beloved. Use it. Light your ass on fire. Do what it motivates. Prove me wrong. Prove the person wrong. Take that victim mentality. Use it. Use it if it's useful. Use it if it's your only motivation. But perhaps... If you've listened to me for this long, for the 12 minutes I've been talking, and I would assume that the majority of you listening has heard me before, hear me when I say to you, the greatest power on earth is the ability to say, I choose, I choose me, I choose to let this go, to grow, to evolve, to change, to become something bigger and better and stronger and maybe bigger and better and stronger is actually calmer and more peaceful. We can choose to take our power back from the people and the situations that hurt us. We can choose to no longer be jewelry. We can go out and claim our lost civilization. We can go find, reclaim our rightful place in the world, our peace and our calm. We don't owe anybody anything but ourselves. Sometimes this feels impossible because sometimes we have a karmic attachment to another person. A karmic attachment is, that's not what it sounds like, okay? It's not some curse. It's not some magic thread that ties us together that cannot be broken. It is not a reason to just give in to victimhood. That's not what it is. It is a reflection of our deep-seated beliefs of ourself. If you have self-hatred, or maybe it's not that big, maybe it's just not enough self-love, not enough self-respect, maybe it's just that you're not truly committed to to yourself, committed to your personal growth, to your self-mastery, to your well-being. When we are missing one of those core pieces of self-love, self to the self, spirit, mind, body, and emotion, we attract other souls that reflect that quality. Not souls, souls are perfect. Other people, it's this mirror can't you see it? The way she devalues you shows a reflection of something within yourself. People love to say, I don't care, fuck them, screw them. <sighs> Honey, if you're putting on that mask, the mask that looks like anger, you're hiding. Look within you. If there wasn't something to be revealed, you would be indifferent. And you would be ready to release attachment, to open the cage door. Step one is self-care. What do I need? How do I love me? And in most cases, that involves letting go of that victim mentality, that idea that we are going to continue to suffer to maintain this attachment, this infatuation, this misguided need to be gratified in the form of someone else taking responsibility for what we know they have done already. Or maybe it was something they didn't even know that they did. Maybe it just struck us and they had no idea. In which case, it's not our job to show them. Beloved, there are people who have angry faces when they're not angry. There are people who think they motivate you by being ugly, by putting you down. This is not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of them and maybe not even a reflection of them, except for in the fact that they are letting themselves be victims to the way they were raised. If they were raised, that love and motivation looks like anger and negativity, that they're going to, unless they have worked on themselves, that they're going to try to hand you that thinking they're handing you love. Doesn't mean you have to take it. You don't have to accept it. But if you fight against it, it only grows stronger. What we resist persists. And so we have to think about that way of life that is always seeking peaceful, that is always seeking calm. It is a choice, beloved. We can choose it. We can relax and calm down. We can choose. We do not have to fight. The fight is not necessary. Persistence is. But fight is not. Those words are different just like the difference between self-mastery and self-preservation. It doesn't have to be violent. It doesn't have to be aggressive. It doesn't have to be stressful. It doesn't have to be hard. These are all things that are born in our minds. We can let it be easy. We can let it be peaceful. We don't have to continue. The battle, even if it's the only thing we've ever known, we get to choose. I choose me. I choose you. I set my captors free. Do you understand what I mean when I say that? I could easily still live my life as a victim. It would be me tethering myself to those who hurt me. I set them free. I unhook. I let them go. I take back every bit of competence and validation and acceptance. I take that back. I gave it to them. And I want it back. It's mine. It's yours. Take it all back. Don't be anyone's jewelry. Sometimes we think that sounds romantic. It's not. Don't be anyone's jewelry. Don't be jewelry at all. Be you, the awakened soul in the body that you care for, in the world that you create by your thoughts. Your intentions and your powerful, well-created, well-deserved boundaries. You get to choose, beloved. And so do I. Let's reclaim our rightful place in the world. Starts with one step. Maybe it's breakup, maybe it's a haircut. Maybe it's a decision. Maybe it's just listening to this one more time. Maybe it's filling out a job application. Maybe it's calling someone. Or maybe just blocking them on your phone. Take that first step. Until next time, beloved. Namaste.